Some conspiracy people have large platforms, yet are some of the dumbest motherfuckers on planet Earth. Welcome to the Punching Down Podcast with your host, Danny Polishchuk. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to episode 22 of the Punching Down Podcast with your host, myself, a.k.a. me, Danny P. Um, I'm back in Ontario. My Canada trip is almost over. Um, it's been a fun time, but I've had enough of this socialist hellhole. No, it's fine. People keep asking me. I like keep seeing people, and they're like, "So you're going back to New York, huh?" And I'm like, "Uh huh." I'm like, "Really? Uh, why are you doing that? Looks pretty bad." Here's the thing. I have so I have some friends who don't watch the news at all. And they don't ask me these questions. They're like, yeah, you're going back to New York. That's fun. But then people who watch the news, they have this like, I mean, obviously the news just shows you the worst of everything. And they're like, oh, it seems really bad there. And you're like, no, it's fine. It's like it is here. But, you know, it's a little worse. But I think most people's like, I live in New York City. I mean, I think most people's expectations of what New York is like right now is basically like that last scene in The Joker where just everything is fucking on fire. Speaking of on fire, actually, weird segue. Uh, last week's episode, I recorded before that uh, massive explosion in Beirut and Lebanon, which is crazy. Uh, that was one of the craziest things I've ever seen in my life. It looked like CGI, like, you know, like the day after tomorrow kind of shit. Like, it looked... Basically, I mean, I guess you got to give props to like the CGI people because they nailed what it would look like for basically like a massive explosion to go off Uh, because that's what it looked like. It just like the way the buildings like just disintegrated. It was fucking crazy in Beirut. Uh, If you don't know, there was like I think now it's like 160 people died. Uh, It's interesting, too. I mean, I don't know if it's interesting, but. It's crazy. Like nobody gives a shit anymore. That was like that was like a one day thing. That was a massive. And when I say one day thing, like in the news, in the Western news cycle, like honestly, like uh, a black person being like just like punched by a cop would probably get more airtime right now than this explosion like it's gone like they don't even it's not anywhere in the news and it was crazy like this so basically i guess their government which is super corrupt and incompetent accidentally left several thousand pounds of i think it was ammonium nitrate or something i think it was the stuff that uh buddy used to do the oklahoma bombing in the 90s timothy mcveigh but anyways they had they i guess someone they they seized all this fertilizer or some shit and then they just didn't store it properly and then it just accidentally you know lit on fire and blew up like a good chunk of the entire city of beirut crazy thing too is so people protested people got were obviously rightfully fucking angry that's the funny thing is like you know everybody's everybody thinks their government is the most incompetent like nobody's like oh our government's amazing maybe in new zealand but there's been a lot of talk about new zealand oh new zealand did so good with with COVID and controlling the border. Like, yeah, they're a fucking tiny island, like, as far away from anything as possible, and they straight up just close their borders. Yeah, it's easy for islands to deal with COVID, I think, more so than 
landlocked masses. Um, what was I talking about? I oh yeah, Beirut, Lebanon. So the so people protested because they were so angry that their government uh, allowed this to happen, and and then the government just straight up resigned. The whole government. Like all of them, they just were like, "Okay, yeah, you know what? You guys are right. We kind of we kind of botched this, so uh, I guess we're just gonna resign and let y'all y'all figure this mess out." It's kind of like a sports thing, you know, where they just like the ownership. They're like, "All right, we just we're just gonna fire the general manager and the coach," and but they're firing the players too. They're just firing everybody. They're like, "We're renaming the team." Actually, they're not gonna rename the team. They're gonna they're gonna keep the the name of the team. Uh, but they are just clearing house. I guess they're going to have an election soon. Tons of people resigning, which that's nice. You know, if you're that fucking politician, you've probably been, probably just been stealing. And it's interesting. My mom actually told me something today that, uh, my grandmother says, so I guess, cause we were talking about voting and how Biden and Trump are both, are both shitty options. And my grandmother, obviously she lived in Russia and so I don't even know if they, I guess they could vote, but they were like, I guess, sham elections. And I don't, I don't even know the, but the details, but they kind of had a saying, which is, is interesting is it's better to vote in the account, the incumbent because they're done stealing. Like basically, you know, if you vote in a new party, new politicians they're they want to get their taste, you know, and they're going to do all the stealing and corruption that they can do. But if you just keep the incumbent in, they kind of stolen everything they need. They've done all the bad shit they need to do and all the embezzlements and whatnot. So it's almost like you're better off when you have, you know, two bad choices is just not in the Trump scenario, but maybe, I don't know. I think either way, Trump, Biden, not to get off topic, but it is the, it is literally that South Park episode is you get a giant douche or turd sandwich, nothing in between. Um, but yeah, the Beirut thing is fucking, that was an awful thing to happen. Uh, and just, just interesting how quickly that just nobody gave a shit. Like I saw, like, remember like with the thing where it's like a tragedy happens and then I guess it has to be a terrorist tragedy to happen where like people change their Facebook profile to like, remember when France happened that was a trendy one where you got your French flag overlay and your Facebook, Facebook profile photo. They kind of got rid of that. There's no Lebanese one. Although they have a dope flag. It has a little cedar tree on it. and I like that little tree. It's a cool little tree. And there's a, you know, you know that there are a ton of people who think the Jews are behind that explosion too. Even though right when it happened, like the, I think the Israeli government came out and they're like, hey, just FYI, that was not us. Not that we're not happy about it. We'll take it. But that, that was not our doing. It's like one of those things, you know, where like, uh, terrorists would claim stuff i i I think this is like i remember i did a joke about this it was like three years ago or whatever like because there was this um shooting in a casino i think it was a shooting in a casino this guy basically lost a bunch of money and he was super angry about it and he came back and he just like shot up the casino somewhere in europe and then like some terrorist organization was like hey just so you know uh that guy was with us and then they were like no he wasn't you can't take credit for terrorism that's not your doing but yeah, a lot of people were blaming. A lot of people thought there was n- a nuclear bomb went off. There was like on Twitter, like um, basically like they were promoting uh, these articles about like how this wasn't a nuclear bomb. I don't obviously it obviously wasn't a nuclear bomb, but just at first everybody's like, oh, Israel nuke Lebanon. 
It's about time. But the fake news media uh, was pushing it around that it was not a nuke. A lot of people believed it was a nuke. Speaking of the fake news media, this is my favorite thing that I saw this week. It's I've watched this probably 10 times. And it makes me laugh every time. So this is from CNN. They're doing some... Um, some, you know, like four people talking, just a bunch of people talking. Uh, and it's it's the title or the segment is called The Awful Power of Negative Partisanship. This is a Brian Stelter. I'm just going to play this right now. Sort of sharpen their teeth on Bill Clinton. This has been the way they've built audiences for three decades now. Yeah, I don't want to claim it's new. I just am arguing that it's getting worse. It's getting more severe. Uh, Aaron, your view of this, you know, when you see um, entire media companies essentially exist to tear down Joe Biden, is there an equivalent to that on the left, tearing down Trump? Uh, there, there really isn't. And, you know, what I would say, it, it, it's... A- okay. <laughs> no more of that. Um, that is one of the funniest things. So they were talking about all these, like, there's all, like, you know conservative radio and I guess TV and stuff, but there's like, you know, the rush, essentially they're talking about like the rush Limbaugh's of the world, but to just say, he goes, yeah. So, you know, there's, there's all these things on the right that are dedicated to tearing down Joe Biden. Is there anything on, on our side? That's maybe something, something similar to that. I don't really think there is. You're like, uh, CNN, they're going to realize that they're that when Trump's gone. And then they're like, Hmm. What do we do now? Although they were probably hugely anti-George Bush. That's just what they're saying. What a fucking... You couldn't have worded that any worse, Brian Stetler? Is it Stelter? No, it's Stelter. Brian Stelter. Uh, That was was what the kids call a self-own, was it? I don't know. But it seemed like what a... What a huge lack of self-awareness right there. To be like, yeah, there's, there's... Is there any networks organizations that are kind of just their whole thing is just you know taking Trump down is there any I don't think so let me think no no definitely not Uh, another banger of a segment from CNN Uh, there was there was a bit of a turf war this week and you're thinking I'm like turf turf war like you know uh, like gang turf but no, uh, it's uh, turfs like the trans exclusionary uh, radical feminist. I was trying to, I'm like, what does the R stand for? Uh, I couldn't remember. Um, but so it's like the thing that, uh, whatchamacallit, J.K. Rowling is, Harry Potter. Like that's what everybody calls her because she's just like uh, women and trans women are different. But so uh, dictionary.com, which is a bit of an activist organization, I must say they're pretty like activists. So they per- they post uh, on Twitter, they post this thing. It says, beware the turf. And then uh, the image that they use was the female sign. You know, it's like the circle with like the line down it or whatever. Um, they use that sign with a line crossed out, uh, uh, like through it, a line through it. And then if you go to dictionary.com, um, it says trans is an turf is an acronym for trans exclusionary radical feminary feminism. And then, and then it goes on. Um, and then they start, they basically, 
d- describe it. So TERF is used to describe cisgender women who self-identify as feminist but are opposed to including transgender women in spaces they reserve for people who were assigned female at birth. Um, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, so... Uh, they and they're basically some and then they're saying some people think it's a slur. They go, well known feminists who have been labeled turf on the internet have come out to call the term a slur. It's like Karen kind of, but it's like a Karen of trans people. Karen that doesn't like trans people. But I thought it was really funny because so and they changed this, but not before I could meme it up real nice, which you could see on my Instagram page. I can't see it because I can't log into my fucking Instagram. I'm so mad about this. As an aside. Uh, I went to change my password on my Instagram uh, the other day so that I could link it to my Bumble account. And then, because I couldn't remember it because I had changed it before because I think I got spooked. And then, but I changed it and I forgot what I changed it to. So then I was like, you know, I need my password. So then I changed my password. I had set up two-factor authentication on my account with like the app on my phone. So it's like, you know, it's super locked down or whatever and then i and i changed my password not a problem logged in gave the fucking two-factor code and then instagram's like hey we're gonna send a code to your old phone number i deleted the phone number i don't i don't own the phone anymore it's a random canadian phone and then not only that but i had removed it from my instagram account to not deal with this bullshit so anyways now i'm locked out of my account if anybody who listens to this podcast works for instagram please help uh i'm sure it'll be fine but i've been locked out for I think it's like three days now. It's been a while. It sucks. Uh, but anyways, we'll be back. I'm, uh, we'll be back. But anyways, what was I talking about? The trans-exclusionary radical feminist. So they use this. It currently, if you go to the post, it just says T-E-R-F, like it, it in the photo. But before, it was the the woman sign with a line through it. And I was like, I knew I saw that before. So I went and I Googled um no ma'am, remember Married with Children, Al Bundy, and he had his 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 group called No Ma'am, uh, where they uh basically it was just like it's just a boys' club, but it was called No Ma'am, and it, it had that sign. It was it was the same, it was exact same logo. So I memed it up and then and then they changed it. They actually uh, I don't know if they changed it because of me, because I'm sure there were a lot of other people, but they uh they changed it from that sign because people were like, oh, great. So you're just literally a, s- a women with a line through it. Not very woke of you, dictionary.com. Funny thing about that uh, shirt. So um, when I was like 14, I went to this summer camp thing. Uh, same summer camp that Seth Rogen went to, actually. But he went to the Vancouver one. But it was interesting. I only say that because he was recently talking about how... Uh, he went to this Jewish summer camp and they just fed him all kinds of lies about Israel. Um, and he got in all this trouble about it. And I'm like, I I have to kind of agree. Like they don't really tell you like, you know, to put it in Seth Rogen's words, they're not like, they they kind of make you think that like there was nothing going on there. And then the Jews just showed up and they were like, Hey, uh, we're just gonna, we're just gonna set up shop here because nobody wants us there. There were people there. Um, you know, and there's obviously, but anyways, they they don't they don't teach you that uh, at all. But so I went on this trip to Israel when I was like fifteen, and me and my friend Lewis, uh, we were walk we were in Jerusalem and we were walking around. We had like you know not a night off, but we had like a night in the city, or whatever. And so you know novelty T shirts. I was I'm not gonna lie, 
when I was a younger lad, I was a big novelty t-shirt guy. It's big on the novelty t-shirts. Uh, I wasn't super big on them, but you know, I liked the good. I liked the good shirt that would make someone read it and laugh, which is weird. Like, why does your shirt need to be funny? But I guess why not? I mean, if you if your shirt could be funny, and then you're like walking around with a non-funny shirt, that's seems kind of stupid, honestly. Now that I'm even saying it, I'm like, I think all my shirts should be funny. I think I'm gonna have to do a whole new wardrobe, like, like what if, like it was a queer eye, but it would be like comedy eye for the nerdy guy, and you're like, hey, we're gonna fucking joke up your t-shirts, kid, get you tons of pussy. But so, anyways, we're on this trip. We're walking around Jerusalem. We're like 15, and we uh, we saw these no man shirts for sale. We're like, oh, that's fucking awesome. They're probably like you know 20 bucks or something. So we're like, you know what? We decided to get matching no man shirts. Thought it was so funny. And then, the, and it was just like, I was married with children. It was just like one of my favorite shows when I was a kid. If you, and if you, if you don't, if you've never seen married with children, go watch like a compilation of Al Bundy's jokes. It was, I like some of the stuff you're like, I cannot believe this was on TV. It's crazy like that. But so anyways, we get these shirts the next day we're on, we're, you know, cause there's lots of like activities that like, you know, and it's a big group of people so me and my friend Lewis were wearing these shirts and we go to this museum and I remember we're walking around this museum and then like, I guess we had some kind of like feministy, like, uh, cause it was a social, that was the thing too, it was a socialist camp. So it was like literally like socialism. So we go to this, uh, this thing and it was like this, this, this counselor who was probably like, you know, and you know, she's probably 18 years old or something. She's only a few years older than us, but she was our counselor, which is a weird dynamic. But so she's like, you guys have to take those shirts off. I this was the first cancel culture in my life. This is the first time I got canceled. Uh, and she goes, you guys got to take those shirts off. And we were just like, would have, we were, we would have not worn them. You know, like it was like, we have five days or left on our trip or something. So it's like, we wouldn't have worn them, uh, again, very unlikely. But then the fact that they were like, you have to take this off. And we we're like, uh, yeah, we're never taking these shirts off. And so then we wouldn't take them off. And then they're like, look, if you're not going to take them off, then you're not allowed to like participate on any of the, like things or whatever, like any of like the, the events on the trip. And we were just like, sure. Like we, we basically became so hard headed. They were like, they're like, you have to stay on the bus when we go do activities, like the whole group, if you want to wear this shirt and we're like, cool, we'll hang out on the bus. But back then I was such a lazy piece of shit where it was like, it's just all hiking and stuff. So I was like, yeah, go for a hike. I don't want to go for a hike. I'm going to fucking chill out while you guys fucking go die in Israeli desert or whatever. And then I wore this dumbass shirt. And then finally they just gave in and they're like, all right, you can, wear the shirt there was like two days left and then uh, and we were making up all sorts of stuff we were like oh we don't have any other shirts i'm like well you don't have any other shirts we were just we were just pieces of shit but anyways yeah so that was a, a fun little story um we're gonna go over the world of conspiracies uh because some conspiracy people have large platforms yet are some of the dumbest motherfuckers on planet earth okay so there's there's a girl on instagram goes by red pill babe uh i can just tell you now she's probably she, this is 1.5 million views on this this is this video though so she knows what's up. she's a, she's a latina for trump pretty hot i don't know if that matters but she's pretty hot or it might just be a hot photo who knows um 
big into God. She's a Q anon person. Funny thing about the red pill thing is the the Wachkowski uh, twins or whatever the fuck they're called. Um, I can't remember the, the the ones who wrote the Matrix, and then they just came out recently, and they're like, "Hey, just so you know, because they're both trans." Which what the what are the odds of that? That two brothers, not twins, two brothers, are both trans. That and like to the point of like having the surgery and everything, that has to be like a one in fifty million. That must be rare. There cannot be a lot of examples of that on Earth where two brothers are like, you know what? We're going to both chop our dicks off because we're both women. And you're like, okay, good for you. But anyways, so they came out and they go, um, <clears throat> the Matrix is an allegory for being trans. Which obviously, it, you know, if you know anything about trans people, it's like they don't just like wake up one day and feel trans. They kind of like it's in them. They, they know about this. So anyways, the, the, the Wachowski, I don't even know if Wachowski, I don't even know if I'm pronouncing it correctly, but they're like, we're, it's an allegory for trans. And you're like, you know, he, you can live in this, this life or you can have your, you be your true self and take the red pill and, you know, or the blue pill. And apparently like, um, uh, estrogen pills that they gave for transitioning in the nineties was like known as this red pill or whatever, lots of stuff. And honestly, I read it and I was like, yeah, that makes total sense. But then I guess there's just like tons of, you know, right-wing people are like, this is, this is bullshit. You're like, you're, you're just saying this now. Like, like people honestly think, cause it's so funny. Cause like, like if I was those sisters, I would do this too. Even if I didn't believe it just to fuck with people, I would just, cause the amount of people who are like, I, I loved the Matrix and they're like the red pill is like their identity because they're like, you know, they're so woke and red pilled and they're like these like wo- fucking, I guess, woke conservative people. They're like, they're, they're the, it's a, the other coin of the woke where they're like, oh, I'm, I'm so in, illuminated and enlightened. I've, t- I've taken the red pill. I see the world how it is now. There's, there's only one gender and, you know, all that stuff or whatever. But so anyways, then now they're like, yeah, the red pill, that's a trans thing. All you red pill people, just so you know, that has to do with, you know, the, that whole trans thing that you hate. Yeah, that's, that's what your, your name and the whole red pill, that's a trans thing. So anyways, when people are like, that's bullshit, you're just rewriting the past. And you're like, I mean, one, they wrote the movie. How do you know? Maybe it was that. And the fact is like, it totally makes sense. Like, it's not even like you're like, yeah, you're kind of reaching there. Like the whole thing makes total sense as like a trans allegory, I guess. It was a good movie. Remember that phone and the first one, that Nokia phone? Oh, man, that was a sexy phone. I remember wanting that phone. But anyway, so back to the conspiracy. So this woman, red pill uh, babe, she posts an Instagram um, post. She posts an Instagram post. Good stuff. But so this is what she says. It's a picture of a troll doll and says, go, I dare you. Tell me I'm crazy. Okay, she's for sure crazy. In what morph dimension of the simulation is this okay? How do you cognitive dissonance this away? I don't think that's how you use that. But uh, they're attacking your children and you just keep calling the people telling you crazy. God be with us. Some people really won't see the problem here. And then, so there's this video of this uh, little troll doll. And so basically what her claim is is that it's a troll's poppy doll and her claim is that 
uh, the the doll is grooming children to be uh, okay with basically being molested. Uh, this is what she says. Stuff has been going on in the world about sef- sex trafficking in kids and things that are thrown in our kids' faces to groom them. She then, she, uh, she says she found something about the doll disturbing. She then points out a motion-activated sensor on the doll's crotch, detailing how it made giggling, gasping sounds when you push it. So there's basically this little button. Uh, if you put the doll's, if the doll's laying down, if you put the legs up, there's a button basically where uh, a child's genitals would go. Or a person's genitals. I don't know why a child's genitals and a person's genitals. Mine are actually on my hip. But so, but no. So there's like a button there, and then she presses the button, and then the 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 doll makes all these like giggling noises. And if like I think if you squeeze the stomach, it like sings or whatever, because it's based on like a singing in the troll movie or whatever. But so it made like giggling and gasping noises. So and she's her fucking take on this is she goes the um pedophile cabal that exists in the world that is basically they're like we're gonna groom children to be okay with being sex trafficked and molested via these troll dolls because the kids are gonna get the dolls they're gonna press the button in the genitals they're gonna hear that this troll doll is enjoying it therefore if that creepy dude in the park goes to touch your shit it's not a big deal. The trolls like it. Why are you any different than a troll doll? Uh, so basically, and so the actual reason for this thing is, I guess when you sit down the doll, then that part of the doll touches the surface that you're sitting it on, and then it makes these noises. Right. Pretty innocuous. Maybe not the best design. I don't know. But it's nothing. It's literally... Less than nothing. Uh, the claim goes, the whole thing goes totally viral, obviously. Then there's a uh, change.org petition. You know what we should do? Can we get a change.org petition uh, going to shut down change.org? That would be great. Wouldn't that be amazing? Just get a change.org position, start a petition on change.org to delete change.org. And you're like, like, if we get a million, you just have to shut your website down. What point? Because, you know, the, the thing is, like, you can just complain about anything and get it shut down. So here we go. So the petition gets 250,000 signatures and ultimately prompted Hasbro to pull the doll from the shelves. Uh, they were asked, the senior Hasbro vice president, he goes, this feature was designed to react when the doll was seated, but we recognize the placement of the center. Sensor may be perceived as inappropriate. So basically, this dumb chick uh, who's in a queue... And all this stuff uh, basically insinuates that this toy is designed to groom kids and then gets it fucking removed. They like they go, okay, we're never selling this toy ever again. If you have this toy, send it into us. We'll give you a refund. uh, And then we're just going to destroy all this shit. All these toys garbage and they can and the thing is like you know there's probably a lot of kids who would love to play with these toys like in you know less fortunate kids but like no we have to destroy them because one fucking idiot thought that hasbro was like grooming children via troll dolls this is the best part too on instagram i clicked on it and then on the link and then it says independent fact checkers say this is false 
the information, because I guess Instagram has started fact-checking, it goes, the information in this post is a mix of true and false claims, or it could be misleading or incomplete. Uh, and then it says, more information, partly false. The button triggers giggly sounds when the doll is placed in a sitting position, not for grooming kids for sex. <laughs> Imagine. And that's the thing, too, is all these QAnon crazy people, they go, uh-huh, yeah, that's what you would say. Obviously, you would say that it's not for grooming kids for sex. I love that there's a fucking fact-check that says, yeah, just so you know, uh, this button triggers giggly sounds in, when the doll is placed in a sitting position. It's, uh, in fact, not for grooming kids for sex. Idiots. Um, what else we got? Oh, here, here we go. Uh, NASA going woke. Um, this is a nice story. I like, I like NASA going woke. So NASA, everybody's going woke. It's the thing to do, I guess. You know, you want to be, I saw my dentist today. He was talking, he was not a fan of the politically incorrect stuff. When you, you ever have that thing too, where you're talking to someone and you're like, cause I don't talk about political correctness. People bring it up to me more so, but I'm never like, oh, these fucking, uh, so politically, although I guess I am talking about this article, but I'm not like, you know, on the podcast I do this, but I'm like in person, I'm not like, oh, political correctness is out of hand, but I guess it's because I do have this platform to do it. But so, but he was talking about it and I, I felt like he was about to say something pretty racist. You know, like you just feel like you're like, Ugh. someone's like railing on political correctness. You're like, oh, something bad about to be said. But so uh, NASA is reexamining nicknames for cosmic objects. Uh, so I guess they've been naming cosmic objects uh for a long time and so they're basically uh just you know being a little more progressive in their naming um so they're they're getting rid of there's this thing called the eskimo nebula which uh they say eskimo is a widely viewed as a colonial term with a racist history imposed on the indigenous people of arctic regions so they're they're, they're going to stop calling it that uh, and then they will no longer use the term siamese twins galaxy to refer to is Siamese twins racist? I isn't it named after literally two twins who were conjoined from Siam? Am I incorrect here? I thought that was the whole thing. Is that Siamese is like, you know, if there was the Toronto twins because there were these two connected dudes from Toronto, he wouldn't be like, oh, Toronto twins galaxy is so so triggering. Uh, so anyways, they're, they're, they're getting rid of that. They're keeping Uranus. I don't even know what happened with Uranus, but they're getting rid of that. And then the last one that they said they're getting rid of is the, uh, the, uh, Kike constellation. No, they don't, they don't have that. That'd be funny too. We go, yeah, the, we're getting the, the Eskimo one. Uh, we're going to get rid of that. We're not going to use Kike anymore for constellations. It just seems, seems a little crass, but again, this is one of those funny things where you're like, like there's all these things where. Like you see the two sides because like I on Twitter I just like I follow tons of people on both sides of the aisle so you get to see kind of both of these reactions I guess and it's like it's just it's so obvious how people are gonna react like you know right like the hardcore right wing people are like look at the fucking libs gonna want to rename everything you're like it's in space what do you give a shit about it's like who cares. They're probably like, oh, man, the political correctness is going so crazy on Earth that it's made its way into space. I wonder if there's political correctness and uh, like if they, you know, explore out of space or something and then they they make contact with some intelligent life form or whatever. And then they like say something and people are like, whoa, easy. It's a, it's a little racist for 
Nebula B or whatever the fuck. I don't know what I'm talking about. It's I I literally Nebula B. Sounds honestly sounds like it makes sense though. In my mind it does sound like it makes sense. Uh and one more thing and then I want to go. Uh, cuz it's late. I'm tired. But so actually no, two more things. Two more things. So two two funny things. Uh, KFC, Kentucky Fried Chicken. Not a fan. I ate once and I haven't, I don't I like Popeye's, solid, love Popeye's. Uh, KFC, I ate there when I was living, right when I moved to New York, I was living in Bed-Stuy. Bed-Stuy, do or die Bed-Stuy in Brooklyn. And there was a KFC and I was walking by and one day I was like, you know what, I'm going to see what KFC is like. Oh, instant diarrhea. It was so bad. And it was pretty disgusting what I ate. But so anyways, in... Um, Trinidad and Tobago, they had their Independence em- Emancipation Day, where they're like, I guess, you know, their Independence Day kind of thing. This is August. This is about a week ago. Uh, and so it's like a, a drumstick, a chicken d- drumstick in the foreground. And then the background, uh, it's like a, there's like a wall. And there's like a light being shown onto the drumstick. And then the shadow being made on the wall is a black, power or black lives matter fist it's like you know the one that people have their like uh avatars done up and stuff but so anyways this was in trinidad and tobago they go hey we're gonna they use the the chicken drum becomes the black lives matter fist you can't make this up I really hope that a black person had something to do with the making of this because obviously Trinidad Tobago, I think, is Trinidad's pretty black place, but you know it probably wasn't. I mean, my guess would be this was made in KFC's fucking like head office in Kentucky. Is it in Kentucky? That I gotta find out. Is Kentucky Fried Chicken actually based at, in Kentucky? I'm not gonna look it up right now because who gives a shit? But. This thing made me laugh pretty hard. I'm like, who... Like, this passes through so many hands to get printed. Like, to finally make the ad. Like, it goes through so many hands. And nobody was like, hey, you know there's this kind of stereotype with black people and chicken? Can we just not... I mean, I guess they have to. It's Kentucky Fried Chicken. Like, it'd be one thing if this was like a fucking Pizza Hut ad or something. And you're like, you guys don't even sell that much chicken. This is just racist, but I see what they're going for. Uh, KFC, but it nevertheless made me laugh. Um, and so, uh, last thing I'm going to talk about is, uh, this is from my hometown, or pretty close. So, there's this Polish newspaper in Toronto, and uh, they're in a bit of hot water. Because they've been circulating a newspaper in Polish that is suggesting that the COVID pandemic is a creation of organized Jewry. Yes. So they basically, uh, in an article entitled Coronavirus or the Fake Pandemic, you just, you got to love where this is starting. It was the front page story in the March 25th edition of Glos Polski. And then it was published again. It was, it was such a good article that they're like, you know what? we got to do this two times. And then in the article, they uh, blame COVID on Jews, which is correct. The article also asserts that ISIS and ISIL terrorists were brought into evil existence by organized Jewry and completely controlled by it. Wouldn't that be a nice wrinkle where you're like ISIS, 
ISIS's bosses are just a bunch of Jews. It's just movie level shit. That's the thing. People watch movies and then it it really does expand um, their creativity, their imagination. You know, I think it does where you're like, you start seeing these things where you're like, well, maybe that's, but you also like still have to have common sense where you're like, you think like ISIS would behead every Jew on earth if they had the opportunity. Not me though, but, uh, and then uh, they were also saying that Soviet dictator Vladimir Lenin, Nazi propagandist Joseph Goebbels, and Turkish president Recep Tayyip Erdogan, they're all secretly Jewish. Uh, which, secretly Jewish, that's like the worst. Why would you be secretly Jewish? You're like, hey, I'm going to get all the worst parts of this. I'm going to do all this Jew stuff and not tell anybody. Nobody's going to know. I'm just going to do it because I like it. Uh, I guess some people do that, but that seems pretty, pretty fucking lame. And then it also says... Uh, the piece describes Israel as the cause of all the world's woes. That's pretty accurate. And an emanation of the devil himself. The country is an emanation of the devil himself. Like if, if the devil was a country, it would be Israel. Because you're going to find a lot of people. If you let a lot of people secret, if you pull a lot of people secretly on earth and ask them that question, you go, look, if you could pick one country that is basically an emanation of the devil himself in country form, which would be 50% of the people in the world would, would choose Israel. Almost certainly. Rightly or wrongly. And then they're also saying that uh, this article alleged that Jews intend to take over Poland and create Judeo-Polonia. Honestly, that is a sick name. I would... Honestly, if you live in Poland and you have the option to change Poland to Judeo-Polonia, go for it. Don't do it. And then uh, this dude who's um, this B'nai B'rith Canada guy, he's like the guy who basically brought this up, saying uh, that they... So this is what he said. He goes, Propagating the lie that Jews are responsible for COVID must be met with criminal charges, especially when someone does so repeatedly. So that's the big difference between Canada, because I have a lot of listeners on here who are American, but ones that are Canadian too. And in Canada, you could say shit like, hey... uh, Israel is an emanation of the devil himself and Jews created COVID or whatever. And then they'll be like, yeah, we're going to like charge you criminally. We're in America. You could say whatever the fuck you want. You want to say Israel uh, is the devil in country form? Go for it. You want to say Jews head ISIS? Honestly, you will find like that's the thing about America is like you could be like, hey, I'm starting this group where we just believe that Jews found ISIS, and because of the internet, in you know a year or two, if you really go hard on it, you'll have you'll have a crew of twenty thousand strong who totally believe this. I'm honestly, I'd never even seen that written. I'm not gonna lie, I'd never seen that written before. But now part of me is like, do the Jews run ISIS? And if so. If you're another Jew, could you like use your hookups with just like being a Jew to get a job at ISIS? Like you think ISIS is like just middle management and it's just all Jews? They're like, eh, we're just, you know, just punching the clock, just, you know, making sure ISIS runs like a well-oiled machine. All right, that was stupid. Um, okay, that's it. That's That's it for this week. It's over. It's done. We are done. That's it. Thank you very much, everybody, for listening. Uh, for everybody that's been listening, all the new listeners, uh, you guys are great. If you enjoy the episode, please leave a review um, and just 
yeah, five star review, or you know what, or any star you want. You could it could be three stars. I prefer you just not leave a review, but if you want to, do it. Uh, you guys are great. Thanks very much. I will see you next week. Bye bye.